Hello, everyone. My name is David Smith, and this is the Armchair Commentary. On this week's episode, the Phoenix Suns are heading to the NBA Finals. The Tampa Lightning look pretty well unbeatable. Vladdy is definitely the MVP. The Predators make a trade, and the Leafs bring back the Wayne train. If you are not already subscribed to this podcast, please make sure to hit that sub button, hit the notify, and I appreciate it greatly. Share it with your friends. Let me know what you think, what you want to hear. Ask us anything. Make sure you're following us on the socials at Armchair Commentary, at Armchair Common 2. And if you're not already, head over to YouTube, hit that sub button. Let me know you're there. Share a comment, leave a comment, leave a like on a video. Let me know what you think, what kind of stuff you want to see on this podcast, whether it be on YouTube or in the audio version. Without further ado, Vladdy is the MVP. It is your host, David Smith, back again with another episode. As you can see, uh, I'm going to start off right away by saying the Phoenix Suns are going to the NBA Finals. That's right, the Phoenix Suns. If you were low on the Suns early in the season, shame on you. Uh, Devin Booker is otherworldly and a crazy performance from Chris Paul really put them in. Uh, the best position possible and <laughs> 16 from 24 from the field seven of eight from three uh, for 41 points um, added in eight assists while we're at it a couple of steals so uh, pretty solid performance from Chris Paul I am not going to call him playoff P I refuse to do it I just won't do it I know I said it right there not going to do it again so Chris Paul having a great performance Devin Booker having a great performance This Suns team is fantastic, but they're really relying on their starters. So it'll be interesting to see what happens come round two when they have to face either the Bucks or the Hawks. So the Hawks and Bucks play uh, this evening. That is uh, July 1st. Um, Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Um, But uh, some bad news on the Bucks front. Giannis Antetokounmpo has... um, has a bit of a injury issue, I want to call it. It's not, they're not saying that it's, um, that it's going to be, he's not going to be playing tonight, but they're not saying that it's the, the be all end all. So we'll see what happens. It's, uh, it's a lot tougher to get there without Giannis. I'm just going to say it. And over on the ice, Montreal Canadiens are in tough against a, well over the salary cap Tampa Bay Lightning team, but uh, let's be honest, the Lightning are far superior a team than Montreal is. Montreal plays as a team, as a unit, and game two, Montreal played a complete game, top to bottom. They were excellent, but uh, the lucky bounces were going the way of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, sometimes in hockey that happens. (laughs) It's happened to Montreal many times throughout this run. 
The Marc-Andre Fleury gaffe between his feet is a lucky bounce that you can directly point to having an impact on how this is going. And, you know, that's just what happens in, in hockey. Sometimes teams get lucky bounces and it could make or break you. And unfortunately, right now, after a dominating game one by Tampa, uh, game two, Montreal looked excellent. They looked like they could hang with them. And a puck carry couldn't see, a last second poor effort clearing attempt, and a ill-advised behind the back no-look pass to a, defend- or to a Tampa player, Andre Pallott, led to three goals. And Montreal was pressing. They were they were in everything, but they could not beat Vasilevsky, who looked every bit as qualified to be a Vesna candidate as ever. And uh, Tampa took the win. Am I sad? Yes. Am I nervous? Hell yes. I am seriously hoping that Montreal can turn it around at home without all that Tampa energy there. Montreal needs to score first. That's plain and simple. Montreal just needs to score first. Sorry, I have an HEI. If Montreal doesn't score first, they're in tough. They don't have a great record when they don't score first. So they need to score first. That's all there is to it. Elsewhere on the ice, we are getting ready for a couple of different things. Uh, The expansion draft is coming, which is leading everyone to prognosticate and figure out and assume and try and guess who's protecting who. It's going to be super interesting. We're definitely going to have an episode, so don't forget, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Follow along if you are watching on YouTube. Um, Come check us out if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Ghana, Google Podcast or wherever you get your podcast and you haven't subscribed, please make sure to subscribe and head over to YouTube. Drop us a subscribe there. That would be excellent. Much appreciated. Uh, the more subs we get over there, the great the great appreciation I feel for it. Um, I also have a little bit of uh, trade news that just happened recently. Uh, the Nashville Predators have traded Victor Arvidsson, 28-year-old D-man, um, to the Kings. Um, for a couple of picks. Now, Arvison is not a bad player. Uh, 127 goals, 112 assists, and 385 games. He got drafted in the 14 season. Um, so this is, I think, a nice pickup for a rebuilding Kings team. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he fits in and what they plan on using him for, but um, basically the, the Predators got a nice little uh, draft pick haul for this. So good on them and uh, Leaf fans will be I guess happy or mixed I don't know I've seen mixed reviews on this Uh, Wayne Simmons the Wayne train is coming back to Toronto for another season I don't think it's a bad move I think Toronto could use some more guys like Wayne Simmons not an entire like you know team full not full Brian Berkey uh, let's go with uh, truculence kind of deal but I think that he definitely you definitely need some guys of uh, Wayne Simmons type build on your team. Some guys that could get in rough areas, some guys that are bigger, some guys that don't mind mixing it up and getting in front of the dirty areas. So uh, I think it's a good signing, but uh, Lee fans will come and tell me. Otherwise, it's not a bad move. I don't think it's a bad move. It's not a great move. It doesn't You don't need to change everything, but it's, it's an okay move. And last but not least, heading over to the diamond. So the Jays made a minor move for bullpen help. It's okay. The big thing that I want to talk about is the MVP race. So you've got a couple of guys that are in there, namely Shohei Otani and Vlad Guerrero Jr. So of course, I'm a Jays fan. So I'm going to be 
beating the Vlad Guerrero Jr. drum wholeheartedly. But it is so hard to argue against what Shohei is doing. Um, in 75 games, he's got 28 homers, 74 hits, uh, which is probably where um, Vlad has him beat. Vlad has 96. Vlad's almost crossed 100 hits. That's crazy. Um, so Vladdy's, you know, fifth in hits. Not that high up in doubles, but he's he's hitting the hitting the ball well. Obviously, he's second in home runs, tied with uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, Kyle Schwarber right behind him there. But Shohei's got 28. Uh, and RBI, Vladdy's got more. Vladdy's got 26. Um, he's also walking a ton. 49 walks for Vladdy uh, compared to 59 strikeouts. Shohei struck out 87 times. So as great as Shohei is, and he does the things that other people don't do. He does pitch. So I'm not going to like, I'm not going to rail on the guy for, you know, being a pitcher hitter. He's doing things that are out of this world. He's got 267 at bats and he's hitting 277. So he's, he's doing quite well. Vladdy's he's got 284 and he's hitting 338. So the people that are coming out here and saying, listen, this is going to be my Homer hot take for the day. Uh, Homer hot take. Uh, Vladdy is in the conversation and you can make an argument that he should win the MVP if the season ended today. What Shohei is doing on both sides of the ball is impressive and I'm not here to take that away from him. He's hitting above average. He's hitting for power. He's scoring runs. He stole 11 bases. Um, he's not getting as many hits, uh, which means he's not on base as often. And, you know, he's not doing everything that you need to do to win. He's I mean, he's pitching. He's pitching quite well, actually. And then he's also hitting well. The Angels are 39 and 41. The Jays are 41 and 37. Neither of these teams are lighting the world on fire. But if you're going to argue that Shohei is the MVP, we're going back to the old, how much does it help your team argument? And this is always a sticky situation for people because when you're asking yourself, well, what, do, what does an MVP mean? Is it just the most talented player in the league? Like, is it? Sorry, itchy nose. All the itches today. Super irritating. Um, if if it's just best player in the league, then it's Mike Trout. Mike Trout's the MVP every year. If it's best performance in the league, is it Vladdy? It, it probably is. The way he's hitting, if he sustains, and this is of course only if he sustains. Either of these guys fall off, of course, it's out. Do I think he is a unique player doing what he's doing? But man, oh man, just a little bit of love to Vlad Guerrero Jr. It's going to do it for me this week. Uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe if you're checking us out on YouTube. Drop a like, hit the notification, share it with your friends. Uh, it's been an interesting week in the world of sports. Let's do it again soon. And that does it for this week's episode of the Armchair Commentary. 
I'd like to thank you if you've taken some time to listen to this podcast at any point over the last two years. We're coming up on our two-year anniversary, so I cannot wait to share with you. Got some exciting things, might do a giveaway. We'll see what happens. If you're not again already, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, let them know what you think. And if you want to see or hear something on the Armchair Commentary, let me know, shoot me a message, leave a comment on one of our posts. I would gladly uh, like to incorporate whatever I can into this because let's be honest, it's about what you guys want to hear and what you guys want to see. If you're not already following the Sportsocracy over on YouTube, check them out. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer, Brian Hayes, and I'm missing someone else, but they are a fantastic group. And uh, honestly, they cover football, basketball better than just about anybody else I know. I definitely want to give them a follow and check them out whenever you can. It has been an interesting week in the world of sports. Can't wait to do it again next week. Thanks for listening.